Welcome to the Marriage Shop Podcast, presented by Catalyst, helping to improve every part of life that matters in every place that matters. In the Marriage Shop, we discuss the work required to build, repair, and maintain a marriage that lasts. I am Dr. Mike Perry, and I'm joined by my co-host, my gorgeous wife, my good thing, Wendy Perry. Thank you, baby. We also invite you to join us during our live recording of The Marriage Shop on Facebook and YouTube on Monday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern. For now, come on in and let's get to work in The Marriage Shop. <laughs> oh, hey, what's, what's up, everybody? Hey, what's going on? Y'all are in The Marriage Shop? It's Mike. And Wendy. Oh. <laughs> I was like. You said it's Mike. I mean, you say Wendy. I'm Mike. It's Mike and Wendy. Yes. Yeah. Welcome. Welcome to Back the Mayor Shop. Welcome Back to Monday. Again. We made it through another week. Yeah. Um, just really thanking God for that. Thanking God for you. It's great that you've chosen just a small snippet of your life to share with us. We value that a lot. And it's, it's great to have you on tonight. Tonight, the question on the table is, is it okay to just look? And with this topic and with others, as, as Wendy was just alluding to, we want to actually encourage you because a lot of things that we, we talk about um, have come up. And some of you are kind of looking for ways maybe to talk about it and bring it up. And so after the marriage shop, it's a great time to be like, huh, you know, so baby, uh, what do you think about that topic tonight? Yeah. And so we're, we're, we're talking about looking, we're talking about your eyes. Mm. Is it okay to just look, right? I mean, I'm married, not dead, right? <laughs> right? That's what that's what yeah. people tend to say. I that's don't... what people tend to say. Or I'm married, not blind, right? Yeah, I mean, you've heard that too. Yeah, mm -hmm. married, not blind. And I, I remember, well, maybe it's best to say this. <laughs> I remember a guy. <laughs> There's this dude I knew, and you know, he. I mean, he just kind of he just looked. If he saw, and and by the way, when we're talking about looking, we're talking about. Um, things that that you find appealing, attractive, mm, mm. people, or situations that you might find appealing mm -hmm. or attractive, right? Something that that catches your eyes, like oh yeah, mm, right. That that's what we're talking about, right? So um, that may be, and, and the only reason I phrase it like that is because Wendy's been kind of teaching me as we we're prepping for this. She's been kind of teaching me a few things, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but even when we enter these conversations. Um, ourselves, right? It, we we kind of tread lightly. It's mm -hmm. like, man, do I want to know the answers to this question? Yeah. And I would say that you probably want to ask yourself that same question before you just launch right in or mm -hmm. dive right into some of the things that we um, that we share here. Just consider what it will mean, right? If you don't believe that it's going to have a positive impact or it's going to end well, or you might not be quite ready for it, then don't just don't just jump in. Just yeah. kind of ease in. And, and, and if it's going, if it may be an issue, then you probably already know, <laughs> right? That's if true. it may be an issue. If it's something that you can put on the table, you probably know that too. Um, it's funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Michelle Moore Wilson just ended the whole show. She's like, no, no, and no, period. God bless you. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> not okay to look. It's not okay to look. Yeah. So I, I think I think in order to, to really kind of, you know, break this down a little bit, the question becomes, like, well, when we say, what is looking anyway? I mean, mm -hmm. when do we, you know, are, are there phases, are there levels to this thing that we call looking? Like if, if you know, dare I say, if an attractive woman walks past or whatever, mm -hmm. when do you go from just seeing to looking, et cetera, right? And, yeah. and, and where is the, is there a problem 
there with just looking. So we'll start there. There are some people who, some men who believe that their wives or the women that they're involved with don't look like they're not taking it. Once, once they have connected with them, that, that they are no longer looking or noticing other men, um, you know, outside of maybe people on TV or in movies. Yeah. Oh yes. I'm so glad you brought that up. Yeah. Let's go ahead and dispel all of the, all of the myths out there. Yeah. I mean, you know, so no matter what age stage or how long you've been married, it is natural for both the man and the woman in the relationship to look right. And, and what do we mean by look? And, and I'm not getting into what we're looking at Casey. I'm not, I'm not taking the bait on that one, but it, it is, it's natural. We're human. It is a natural human tendency to take in information with our eyes. Right. And to appreciate um, things that we find attractive. Well, and I, well, I mean, let's no. We look at what I mean. I won't. I won't. We won't drill yeah, deep. deep, deep I mean, I mean what, what do you look at? But it's we talking about people looking at people yeah, you find attractive, yeah. men, women, mm-hmm. or people in situations that you find attractive. Oh yeah. See, that's yeah. that's what that's one of the pieces that I learned. Right. That you learned. Yeah. Oh, there are a few like a you know women in general. There could be a short list of names that. I have heard a lot of women. That mention. is so funny. You said that I have heard. I have heard. Morris <laughs> Chestnut, Amari Sedgwick, mm-hmm. um, Idris Elba, mm-hmm. um, Tyson Beckford. Ugly. ugly. Still yeah. ugly. <laughs> Boris Kojo. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. I mean, I, I guess I'm naming brothers. Reason. I mean, there's just a whole. There, Tay, I've heard. Tay, Tay Diggs? Really? Whatever. Anyway, y'all seen all these dudes. I'm an impressed. <laughs> I'm an impressed with all of them. It's another story. Anyway, but um, but I'm, I'm so but glad. I was telling you about. But what, yeah, I, I did not know this cat's real name. And I can't think of it. The, Why can't I think of it? I don't know. Anyway. Somebody. Anyway. So, yeah. So it, <laughs> yes. is it okay to look? And look at who, right? Mm-hmm. That That's actually really a really important one, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, now, now. Sometimes you, it is, I believe, okay, it's okay to acknowledge in some way, like, wow, you know, that's nice. (laughs) (laughs) You hear your voice crack. I know. I don't even know. Well, what what I'll say about this, and we have a lot to say about it, but I will say um, that, you know, Mike and I, we, we spend a lot of time just taking in our surroundings. We, we people watch. And so <laughs> in, in doing it, when we're out or we're doing something, we, we just kind of watch people. We take in information. We make a lot of observations. Mm-hmm. Um, and in doing that, I mean, over the years, if I see something and I have been quick to say, man, did you see that? And that could be anything. And so I've learned, um, I say I've learned, I learned early, but I'm continuing to learn. And I continue to be reminded that the one thing I should not do is bring my husband's attention or bring to my husband's attention um, if I see a woman who is either wearing something really tight, something really low or something really short. Yeah, because and, and, and the person that's reminding Wendy to not be bringing that stuff to me is me. Why? <laughs> because if we're being totally honest, I don't need you to tell me that she's there. I probably already know this. Yeah, yeah. And that's just the truth. And now one thing I will say, I mean, I've seen him see other people because I've seen the other people. I mean, I I have I see other women, I see men, I see other people. 
right? And so I'll see him see somebody, but I'm not looking at him like. Right. And like I'm waiting, <laughs> waiting for him to turn back to me so I can say, mm-hmm, yeah. what you looking at? Yeah, right. Because, I mean, and I don't want that look, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I mean, so so to see is, I mean, mm-hmm. we are going to see. Mm-hmm. And, and and I think, you know, um, uh, Reggie said, hit it. Uh, we were going there anyway in terms of that that second look is the one that gets you in trouble. The second or the third mm-hmm. or that second look. Like the first one is just boom, quick, quick, right? Yeah. You see, but then you begin to, the time extends. And all of a sudden, next thing you know, <laughs> it becomes something more than just that initial look. <laughs> yeah, right? that becomes something more. It, it Because I think, you know, to, to their point and even our discussion, right? It's not just the look, it's the look, then the thought, and then what happens next. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to talk about that a little bit. So Casey said, we being safe, I see, LOL, smart idea. Because he asked what, you, what you're looking at. And I'm like, yeah. I mean, it could, it could be face, it could be body. It could, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It just depends on what your, what your thing tends to be, mm-hmm. right? Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's important to acknowledge, like, if you, if if there's something that you if you you pretend to be attracted to certain people or you tend certain things tend to catch your eye, I think mm-hmm. you really need to be aware that that is the case. Yeah. Right. Um. And because it, I think it manifests a lot of ways. Yeah. In, in relationship. Yeah. Um. You know, some people just don't even care. That dude I was talking about earlier who remained unnamed would just be like, yo, his wife be around or whatever. Yeah. He'd be like, oh my, oh my, my, my. <laughs> right yeah, yeah whoa that's i'm like that's a little bit much but what about what about movie stars what about people who are on tv mm-hmm. right people that you really will never meet like the morris chestnuts and the tay Diggs, mm-hmm. and you know all that and then you know the people the rest of the lot i mean there are people yeah. who who's who are some women that people find attractive i don't know i mean uh, it used to be like halle berry or megan the stallion megan the stallion okay anyway so whatever yeah so whatever your your person is <laughs> All right, it's like, is it okay to mm-hmm. to be like, well, yay, because this dude would be like on you know looking at TV like, mm, 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 right, you know, mm. like I'm trying, I, I would holler at her and all that. Is that yeah. okay around my wife? Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's okay? not okay. Mm-hmm. And and so when we when we started to have this conversation, just to kind of bring y'all into conversation that we had, you know, I was saying that I think that there's a difference between, excuse me, how we look, right? And 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 I was asking you the question about, is it, you know, when you look or when you see, mm-hmm. so there's looking and there's seeing, but mm-hmm. when you see uh, an attractive woman mm-hmm. um, at different stages of your life, are different things going through your mind or is it always the same thing? I mean, when you see somebody, are you automatically going to, I could get that or I could hit that? I guess it depends on what stage of life you're in, <laughs> right? Because I mean, like for example, you know, if if you if you're single, mm-hmm. you may have a, a one thought process. If you marry me, you have another. Some people's thought process never changes, right? Right, and so I think that what you're thinking becomes really important. But the fact that you are like to see, like it, it's it's almost like think about smelling things, right? You're walking yeah. down the street. And if you go down the street in New York, like 20 different smells will hit you within a block, mm-hmm. right? So you walk by and you smell stuff, all right? Mm-hmm. And so hmm, you smell whatever, you know, fumes from a truck, maybe, mm-hmm. for example. Mm-hmm. Or you walk by like a, you know, a, a bakery and you yeah. smell bread. Now, mm-hmm. when you smell that bread, right? Okay, mm-hmm. you identify that, oh, bread. Mm-hmm. But what happens when you stop and you're just like, 
Oh, bread. I love me some bread. That's a whole experience. It's a whole experience, (laughs) right? Seeing is the same way. You see something, oh, woman. But, you know, if you like take it in, you savor, right? Now all all of a sudden you imagine, oh, yeah, right? That's a whole different type of experience when Mm. you begin to just sit on it. KC used an example just a second ago. It's like looking at a painting. Well, Mm. yeah. Right. And so at, we, you kind of gaze at a painting, though. Right. And when, when you're looking you at if you if yeah. you if you're in a, in a museum, and you're there for the purpose of seeing paintings mm-hmm. or a certain painting, mm-hmm. you'll find people just kind of just engaged, locked in, looking at all the elements of that painting. Yeah. So if the painting in this case is that woman who ain't yours or that man who's mm-hmm. not yours, well, that becomes that that level of appreciation might become a problem. Yeah, that's interesting. Right. So he so. Earlier, Casey said we sneak the real look. And and so I want to talk about that a little bit, too, yeah. because this whole idea of sneaking. Right. So when you're <laughs> not with me, are you looking? Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, when you're with me, are you like trying to sneak a look? Because somebody was t- saying something about um, wearing shades. Yeah. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Everybody, everybody knows that you're looking behind them shades. I'm just saying. Mm. Anyway, that's another story. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, are you wearing shades mm-hmm. so that so that you don't get caught? I'm mm-hmm. not really sure. And Casey says, and I, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm jumping on Casey's comments because he's got them coming in here. Y'all, y'all yeah. got to jump in. But he says it's not like what I was saying. You're not thinking I could get that or I could hit that. It's just looking. But mm-hmm. is it just looking? I mean, that's what we're talking about, mm-hmm. right? It's yeah. just looking for what purpose? For what purpose? For what purpose? And and in fact, when you anytime you're focused on one thing, mm-hmm. whatever that thing is you're focused on, you can't be focused on anything else. Mm. Think about that. Yeah, can't yeah. be focused on anything else. So if I if I if I'm taking my time and I'm appreciating something that's out, that's outside of my life, mm-hmm. someone, mm. hmm, what are you what are you doing? Because <laughs> you are what. I'm laughing at the oh, comments. Anyway, because <laughs> what I'm saying, so you, so you're either doing things that are that are building um, this connection in your marriage, or you, or you're doing things that are building division. It's very rare that you're just kind of staying still, status quo, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Nothing. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, if we're being honest, um, if Mike could hear my thoughts, right? Would I change them? And and I say that to say to you, right? And really kind of challenge you in that same way. I mean, we talk about, it's just innocent. It's innocent just to look. It's, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, I thought a fleeting thought that I may have had, but is it is it really innocent? And if for some reason he was able to hear my thoughts, would I change what I'm thinking? Mm. Just saying. Yeah. And you know what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and thank, thank God for not having the ability to read mm-hmm. minds, <laughs> right? And so, because... I think mm-hmm. that, I mean, and you wouldn't want to read somebody's mind, right? What, what you want is to know that someone is going to, um, you, that you're with somebody that you can trust, mm-hmm. someone that loves and appreciates you, yeah. right? And so let's, so let's get to this whole idea of looking and what you're looking at and why you're looking, right? Because some people, they just like certain types of faces, certain types of bodies, mm-hmm. et cetera. Yeah. And they will like get locked in and absorb what they're seeing in the world around them, yeah. right? your eyes are kind of that first layer of protection, if you will. Mm -hmm, And and mm -hmm. the first place where you may have a breach, 
mm-hmm. in your heart or even in your relationship. And so it's really important in terms of what you're taking in and why and how long you're taking that in yeah. or even what you're taking in. Right. So because mm-hmm. often um, I'm, you, you won't find me staring at anybody. Now, back in the day, I must say, with, you know, you with the fellas and, and I can envision it. I almost cringe, but y'all, y'all know, whatever. Right. You, I, you know, ladies walk by mm-hmm. and, and, and the fellas are like, boom, you lock in and it's, <laughs> you know, it's all, it's all that. Right. Um, I, now I say, I say when I was young with the fellas and I watch people, as when you say, we watch people a lot, people do that all the time. Right. So that, that level, that's, that's that savor. That's that gaze I'm talking about. I'm yeah, talking yeah. about that becomes a real issue. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause well, I want to talk about what I, what I do now. I, mm-hmm. I'll talk about that later, but yeah. that could become a, a real issue. But the interesting part of that is like, I think, and, and we can't speak for all, you know, men, all men fall in one box, all women fall into another type of box mm-hmm. because people are just different. But when Wendy introduced another idea to me, because I'm thinking it's all about the physical. It's about somebody's beauty, their physical appearance or something like that, that catches your eye. And mm. that's the thing that you lock on to the individual. Yeah. Sometimes when, it is. Sometimes that's true. Well, I'm saying yeah. that's, that's what I was, that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, so you introduced this other idea that I'm about to ask you to introduce right now. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so men, I, you know, I'm not a man, <clears throat> so I never try to say this is what men think or how men think. I just have learned to ask, right? What mm-hmm. do you think? Because that's what I'm interested in. Um, but often what women are taking in is the whole idea, right? The whole situation or or the whole, um, what they're observing in terms of an interaction. And so it's not just that it's an attractive man, it's an attractive man that's doing sexy things or that is treating a woman in a way that she would want to be treated. It's the whole package, right? So when we are seeing movies or consuming information, it's like, man, I want a man that's going to open the door for me or pull out my chair at a table or take care of me or wipe food out of the corner of my mouth or kiss me on my forehead, whatever. It's Mm -hmm. not the man that is attractive. It is what he's doing that's attractive, right? It's the Mm -hmm. circumstances or the situation that sometimes draws women in more so than the man himself. Mm -hmm. And the reference that I made, uh, well, I made several, but one of them in particular was Wesley Snipes, (laughs) right? And so- I'm like, oh. Anyway, it's go like, ahead. Yeah, because, you know, if you were in that generation where you watched um, Mo' Better Blues, I think it was that it was that one. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me, a Spike Lee joint. When that movie came out, I mean, there were a whole lot of things that we we were seeing for the first time. Right. Just mm-hmm. in a different way. But the way that he was cast in that movie, it wasn't that he's just a physically attract has a physically attractive face. I mean. They showed him almost completely naked. And it was the way he was making love to the woman, mm-hmm. having sex with the woman in the movie. Mm. That was the attraction, not him. Interesting. Yeah. Even though someone would be like, girl, you're crazy. Where's the snipes? But, but <laughs> well, whatever. I mean, it's just, just yeah, saying. Not, I'm just nah, saying. You're, you're right. Mm-hmm. And so so that mm-hmm. that's an element that didn't really uh, dawn on me. Like, huh, mm-hmm. it is the whole package. And yeah. so, cause, and so the, and the funny part about that is mm-hmm. um, a lot of times when dudes, you know, if we walk by a dude or on TV or somebody, so that's just an overtly in your face, like, you know, some, some big dude all swollen and everything. I'd be like, man, he ain't all that. Mm-hmm. But Wendy, the, the whole, when she was like, oh, it's about the whole package and the whole thing. And so now I'm like, I got to change it up. I'm like, oh man, he ain't all that. And that probably ain't his car. <laughs> 
He's a bomb. <laughs> oh my goodness. Whatever. Um, but but uh, there's something I saw. Oh, Casey said it can be smell. The, the whole thing about smell is a very interesting thing, which y'all got to understand about smell. There's a reason why the perfume industry is still in existence yeah. and just like perfume everywhere. There's a reason why people mm-hmm. put it on. Mm-hmm. Smell sticks with you in a way that other things don't. Yeah. Why? Because yeah. it plugs actually your olfactory bulb. And go. It, it goes all straight back into your um your emotional center. To, yeah. to put it plainly, right? And memory centers. Yeah. Yeah. So it plugs directly, and and I guess that that is kind of a that is an innate thing, right? Mm-hmm. That is help for your memory protection and whatever. But it plugs directly into your emotions and memory. So smell sticks with you like nothing else mm-hmm. which is why somebody who maybe wears that perfume that perfume that cologne that whoever used to wear back in the day and they walk by you in the store and that smell hits you mm. and you stop and it's and, and lot, literally people will sometimes stop and be like like <laughs> That's just too i remember that smell right so i'm telling you smell <laughs> dangerous creepy. keep it moving smell don't smelling my smell hair. don't savor right people <laughs> People are smelling your air after you walk past. Trust me. It's taking it in. I mean, have you ever had somebody come up to you and ask you what you're wearing? Mm-hmm. You know, what is that cologne or what is that perfume you're wearing? I mean, it's a way in, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they they instantly detected it. It was enough to catch their attention and enough to draw them in so that they would follow through, which is exactly what we're talking about. So when women wear clothes, and I'm not saying that it's on women and they need to, to dress differently to protect the men. I'm not saying that at all, because mm-hmm. that is just simply not true. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> women celebrate your bodies in the way that you want to celebrate your bodies, you know, and, and, oh, it just got bright. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'll say How did it that again. happen? Celebrate your bodies mm-hmm. in the way that you want to celebrate your bodies. But when women wear clothes that are revealing, you know when you wear, you know when you put it on that you're going to attract some attention. Yeah. And not just from men, from other women too. You know it. When you put it on, it's like you look at yourself to see if you're attractive to yourself. That's what mm-hmm. we do. Yeah, I'm killing this outfit. And then you look at yourself and now we take pictures of ourselves just to make sure that we know that we got it going on. Mm-hmm. So when you do that, it's for the express purpose of getting someone's attention, right? You get their attention. What happens next? Second look, smell, action, whatever. That's where we get mm-hmm. into a little bit more. That's where some people get into trouble. Yeah. And so and mm-hmm. so and so let's 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 kind of begin to turn the corner on this a little bit, right? Because mm-hmm. that that sequence that Wendy broke down, there, there's a couple of different, I believe, issues with what you take in Mm -hmm. right a it is this progression because what you choose to look at like averting your gaze that's about discipline yeah right it's just like with food Mm -hmm. right there's some things that are really good you know it's no good for you to eat right and and but when but when you do there's a consequence potentially and when you do it over and over again there's this building there's a consequence Mm -hmm. same thing with your eyes it's important to really be disciplined about what you choose to look at. Yeah. And oftentimes there can be like this urge, like, like you have to see. Yeah. Gotta look. Yeah. Crazy thing is that a few minutes later, nothing. Right. What is that about? And so you, you've heard um, probably people talk about dopamine, for example, oh, right? Yeah. Neurotransmitter. It's all about motivation. 
right? Dopamine is, they, they call it the reward hormone. And the mistake that we, we make is that we believe that once we've achieved a goal, boom, we get the dopamine. It's not quite how it works. Uh-uh. It's about the buildup, uh-huh. right? And so you see something, uh-huh. right? Boom, dopamine hits and it starts to build, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so the payoff may be like, to just kind of take it all in. And there's just this thing, right? This, 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 there's something push you. That motivation that you can't quite put your thing on, oftentimes is wrapped up in dopamine. Mm. But it's also very fast acting, right? And so as soon as whatever the um for I was gonna say, well, I'll say it's stimulus for lack of a better, you know, <laughs> you know, as soon as that thing that whatever that is you your focus that you focus your attention on, as soon as that's gone, then you'll notice very quickly that that urge will drop off yeah. very quickly. And so yeah. what do you do? The first thing to do is to not succumb to the urge to take that second and longer look. Mm. right and oftentimes the urge is there because you now you, you've made a practice of it right and so it's just like you gotta look you do look there's this, this kind of a payoff and it just kind mm. of repeats but if you are able to just make a practice of just holding on for a few <laughs> seconds right yeah you will find that the urge dissipates yeah. and though that person that scene that show whatever gone by the way if it's about the television y'all turn the channel you can <laughs> Well, I mean, it's a couple couple of things. I mean, and and you make some really good points, right? Mm -hmm. And so um, I said earlier, and and if you weren't here with us, I'll I'll just repeat it. Mm -hmm. It is natural. It is a natural tendency as humans to look. Right. Yeah. We we were crafted. We were designed to really kind of take in information. We were designed to really kind of look and appreciate beauty. We were uh, we were designed for the hunt. Mm-hmm. So you could argue that once you're married, is the hunt over? Well, yes. yes. <laughs> the hunt is over. The right? hunt is over. It's officially over. You're no longer on the hunt. You have your catch, right? Yeah. But you've been training for however many years of your life to hunt. Mm-hmm. And it, it's not always instant. And a lot of young couples, I mean, have shared that with us. They mm-hmm. struggle with this, right? And then they, then you feel bad about it. Why am I looking when I have something amazing? You know, the perfect person is sitting next to me. Why can't I control the urge to look? Yeah, and, um, or look, look twice. And mm-hmm. and, the, and the truth is, um, you can, right? And I think because at a certain point, you get to you you understand what those impulses are. Mm-hmm. And once you understand what they are, then you can make decisions about what you're going to do with yeah. them because you know what follows. You know mm-hmm. to follow on, you know, to, to, to go with that urge. Yeah. Oftentimes that's going to lead to problems, maybe in the immediate sense or in the long term, um, either as, you know, your spouse is looking at you like, you know. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and, and by the way, considering how that makes them feel, mm-hmm. it's not harmless. Yeah. Right. When yeah. it when it seems like your attraction is elsewhere, when it seems like your focus is elsewhere, like the apple of your eye is not here, but somewhere else yeah. that can be a problem. So it can be a problem that way. <clears throat> but it's gonna, it can also be an issue in terms of behavior. Right. Decisions that you make, small decisions mm-hmm. that that lead you closer and closer to something that does not look like the unified, connected marriage that you want to have. Yeah. Who wants to feel like they're not? the one for you who wants to feel like they're not attractive to you yeah yeah that's good i mean you know this came up the other day um and i won't say where we were i would just say 
that that there was a gentleman who said who spoke to you mm-hmm. um and then you know you spoke and then he then he proceeded to tell you about me as if i wasn't there he proceeded to comment about me um in a an, in a complimentary way mm-hmm. but he was standing there with his wife and it was uncomfortable it was kind of, mm-hmm. it was awkward and it was uncomfortable and I, and i didn't feel like okay yeah i mean you're right let me and, and, I, and I, <laughs> I didn't feel that way well I, and i'll tell y'all what i'll let it and lay it out there just in case he might be watching oh goodness right <laughs> uh, he, he complimented her hair he's like oh well you know salt and pepper whatever you know basically like that's I like what did he, I forgot exactly the compliment, but he was like, yeah, you know, I like you know that salt and pepper hair, or whatever, you know. And then he was like, yeah, don't dye it, or what. And then he like says, yeah, my wife, you know, basically she would look good with that, but you know, we'll get there. So it was something like on that on that level, and I'm like, bruh, stop, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I've gotten over. I, I used to be that I would I would have responded to him, not thinking about what he's saying to his wife, but like, why why are you talking to me right now, dog? You know, why why are you even like. I'm not trying, you know, it would have been that. Yeah. I, I'm I'm better, y'all. <laughs> but somewhat. Somewhat. And so <laughs> but but I'm like, is that is that building up your wife right now? Right. Right. And so I let's pause there because that that's what I want to ask you. When when you are in the midst of either taking in information with your eyes or having thoughts that if those thoughts were made known to your spouse, to your woman, to your man, um, that that you you would be ashamed or embarrassed about them or that you would maybe second guess whether or not you should be having those thoughts. Um, you know, when you're in that place, the question to ask yourself is, is, is what I'm doing building, up, building them up, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm over here and every time we watch a movie, a Marvel movie. I just throw Marvel at it because we watch a lot of Marvel movies. Every time they show a man with no shirt on who looks like he lives his life in the gym and it's just all this body in your face. If every time we see those movies and I'm just like. <laughs> if I'm being honest, like, hmm. if I'm being honest, sometimes I'd be like. Hmm. Or. <laughs> If I, you know, I mean, as we take that Mm -hmm. in, if I'm over there and I'm just like, wow, Mm -hmm. or, or, you know, so there is what you think and there's what you say, right? Mm -hmm. And so just be aware that even if you're not saying anything, you are still sending Mm -hmm. a message. And that message is, you know, this, this, now that, that he looks good. He is fine. If this, then that, I mean, when we are thinking it, then it, it becomes right. Mm-hmm. And so I saw it, I thought it, and now I'm talking about it. I'm already moving down the road. Yeah. Yeah. And, and speaking of that, can you, can you speak a little bit to, cause we were talking about, um, um, fantasy oh, earlier. Yeah. Can you yeah. speak a little bit of that and why you do that? We, we're mm-hmm. a little hot right now. I'm gonna see what happens. Yeah. I'm, I don't I'm know what happened. I'm gonna check in with the producer. We made a statement and, and see what happens. Right. Yeah, so, so the definition of fantasy is and the activity of imagining things, especially things that are impossible or improbable, right? But um, we tend to think that it's okay for us to have thoughts in our minds or fantasize about celebrities or movie stars or people who we believe we, we wouldn't really have, it's improbable that we get to meet them. Although, 
often in the back of our minds, there might be a little tiny spot that says one day you might. <laughs> but but in the whole scheme of things, so we tend to think that that's harmless, right? And and you know, I can just, I, I mean, it's okay for me to say so and so is fine, or so and so is swole, or you know, I I I would want somebody to pick me up like that. I mean, mm. whatever it is, but I really need to be paying attention to what I'm what I'm really saying, right? Mm-hmm. Or what I'm not saying that I should be saying. Yeah. Is that where you want me to go with that? Or I, you want me to talk about the whole No, no, no. I, I think that's that's fine. Whatever mm. you want to talk about. Yeah. You know, you want yeah. to continue with with that thought. But but mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. I think mm-hmm. I think a lot of times we we look at you know fantasy and people that are unreachable yeah. like and everything around them as harmless. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But but you we gotta understand how our how closely our thoughts are related to our reality yeah you know the the word says you know mm-hmm. as you think so you are mm-hmm. the difference between reality and fiction is just one behavior but before that behavior fo- always follows a thought mm-hmm. and physiologically our body it's beginning to sound like class a little tonight, but our bodies mm-hmm. physiologically respond to thoughts the way they respond to reality. Yes. Y'all get what I'm saying? Yeah. Good. <laughs> <Matter> <laughs> I was going to say, it's probably a good thing that women don't have visible erections. Well, this just got rid of, <laughs> go ahead, say more about that. I I'm mean, first of saying. all, it's, it's a good thing because they just, they don't. And so if they did, <laughs> that would be a problem. But what are you saying? What I'm saying is we we are quick to judge men. We're quick to to really kind of say, okay, you know what? I saw you looking or close your mouth or mm. what are you looking at or whatever, right? Or mm. if, if you're watching a movie or something on TV or mm-hmm. something happens, if a man's body physically responds mm-hmm. to a woman, mm-hmm. It's obvious. Yep. And so then it's like, hmm, I know you said <laughs> you didn't see that. I know you said <laughs> you missed living. that, but somehow I mean, your body betrays you. Well, yeah, if that happens, your mind is betraying you too. But right, right. So I think I think a lot of brothers would be shocked if if there was any outward indication of when um, something catches, you know, their woman's eye. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, Wouldn't so that be something. I that just threw it in. I mean, I just yeah, it was a thought. Okay. I'm, because I, but because it, what I'm saying is, it would validate some things that I think a lot of women don't talk about, mm-hmm. or that a lot of men don't believe, mm-hmm. right? And so, you know, Casey said, and a couple people said, women look, and mm-hmm. and men know that their women look, right? Mm-hmm. Men also know when other men are looking, and women are looking at their women. That's true. Yes. So we're, <laughs> we're constantly taking in all of that information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, so what? Go okay. Ahead. Go ahead. Hmm? No, I, I was just going to say, um, because KC was talking about with, 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 with all this looking going on. Yeah. Like, I think it's important that certainly I know what I know is it's important for Wendy to know that she is the one. And by the way, I need to be the one like taking the lead. I need to be the one complimenting her. I need to be the one noticing, right? Um, and so another note for y'all brothers, I'm just saying, if, if you if you tend to be the complimentary type, mm-hmm. just be aware mm-hmm. that, 
like your woman is the one who should be getting the lion's share of the compliments that you spit out there every day. Yeah. And that's true. That, that goes both ways. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you've heard me say, um, and, and we've shared it even with family life that the woman um, should be her husband's biggest cheerleader, right? Mm -hmm. You should be the first one in there, the first one to compliment him. Um, you know, this whole idea of who we are for each other and, and does everything that we do with each other and for each other build us up, yeah. right? And is, is what I say and how I act and what I share, is it all to build you up? Mm -hmm. Or are my actions in some way, even if it's indirect or involuntary, am I tearing you down? Mm -hmm. Am I am, am I am I averting my gaze to you in order to look at somebody else? Like I said, you can only be focused on one thing, one direction at a time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, you know, if if <clears throat> if you've been uh, well versed, you know, well practiced at the hunt, I think mm -hmm. Justice was saying this. You know, the game has to change. Once once you decide that that you know it's going to be you and one person joined together for life, uh -huh. the game has to change. But it doesn't just change because you say, "Hey, it's time for it to change." It changes because you have to change behavior. Yeah. Some some you know some of us been married for years and years, but there's not been behavior change just in very basic places, mm. right? And and so we're like, "Yeah, it's, you know," but we're cool. And yeah. We're good. Yeah. And you, you you're probably good. The question is, are you building it? Or are you tearing it down? Mm. If you're not building it, it's it, things it, things that are not tended to, right, and mm -hmm. not maintained, mm -hmm. they erode. Yeah. Right? Well, one of the things I said even when we were talking about fantasies it, is that often fantasies are unfulfilled desires, mm -hmm. and there's really something deeper than just the the outward activity. So we're talking about looking and a second look, and then perhaps how that can lead to other things, right? But but what we really want you to talk about is, is there something that is being unmet? Is there mm -hmm. something that you're not talking about? Is there something that, that you are desiring in your relationship that isn't currently there? And how can the two of you work together to bring that to fruition? If it's a two of you thing, because, yeah. because the truth of it is a lot of times, you know, the desires, that mm -hmm. we have mm -hmm. are based in things, you know, that we place value in early on that don't necessarily have value at all. So my question would be more, do you appreciate the person standing in front of you, whoever they, you know, what, whatever they are, you know, mm -hmm. no matter what shape they're in, yeah, right? No matter, <clears throat> you know, their hair is done or not done. And this is not the conversation about, you know, fixing up from time to time and all that. I got that. All I'm saying is, do you appreciate the person in front of you or are you trying to fill in little pieces, right? Piecemeal, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Are you trying to fill in, you know, body parts? Are you trying mm -hmm. to fill in experiences, mm -hmm. right? That are outside <clears throat> of your home. You know, in Matthew 5.28, you know, the word says, you know, this is Jesus talking like that, that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery yeah. with her for yeah. example. And so that's, that's this idea that your thoughts, some people say your thoughts become reality. Your thoughts are reality, mm. actually. Mm. And so, you know, when you become mature, you kind of, you, you begin to understand that, you know, yep, pretty, period. That's it. Moving on, right? Versus kind of continuing to follow down this 
portrayal. Yeah, of the the what if, right? And mm-hmm. so, you know, I I like that that Tim Jones had shared in there earlier about maturing in the relationship and understanding the bigger picture and the mm-hmm. total package. Um, but you know, it starts with that surface thing. Mm-hmm. And and you know, just because you've been with someone for a really long time doesn't necessarily mean that you've matured to that point. Yeah. And so I always want to make that that distinction between longevity and commitment, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you can say these people are in a, a committed relationship because they've been married for 50 years, but the truth is the longevity, they've been married for 50 years, it doesn't necessarily mean that they are 100% committed. And yeah. so, you know, why am I making that distinction? Well, it's because we make a lot of assumptions about things, right? And I think that what it, what really what it really requires is that we have the necessary conversations and that we get to the root of what we're talking about. I mean, whether we're keeping it 100 or we're keeping it real or is real marriage and real talk, um, the bottom line is this. We really don't have time to, to operate under pretense. Right. Say more. Well, using using big words now. Yeah, big words. I mean, well, what I'm saying, you know, what it goes back to what I just said. Mm -hmm. You know, if if there's an unfulfilled or unmet desire, Mm -hmm. and I'm not talking about physical or sexual desires. I'm just talking about, um, you know, your husbands, your wives should not be drooling over the fact that you know um, a man says. I don't know. My my bride is the most important thing to me on this planet. I mean, hearing somebody else say that about their bride should not be something that your wife is saying she wants to hear or longs for, right? There shouldn't be this longing for something that doesn't exist in the relationship that the two of you have Mm -hmm. that leaves open or creates this vulnerability because again, we're human. So humans seek out what they desire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and other humans um, will often um, take advantage <laughs> of those desires. Right? Oh, yeah. But when, when we were having a conversation today and, and, and when it was just saying something like, ah, <laughs> right, because, because I, I, you know, I, I, you know, I've been around for a minute. So I just, mm-hmm. you know, me and the fellas kicking it, whatever. So you, you see somebody and some <laughs> dudes don't even care. If she's married. It's just like, oh, you married. OK, mm-hmm. well, um, are you happy? <laughs> it's like. And sometimes there's like hesitation with that question. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, and, and so this idea of Wendy talking about, you know, um, the experience is what people get into, which why, which is why um, a lot of people, a lot of women get lost in sight, like in, in novels, for example, romance, romance novels, novels, like being mm-hmm. able to, and what she, okay, what she said that made me laugh the hardest. What? The whole, the whole, like, you know, somebody's like, oh, yeah, it goes. But in their mind, they're like, bopping um, you out of the way. That, I thought that was pretty hilarious. <laughs> well, what I was saying was that, you know, when, when people um, address us or talk to us or say, mm-hmm. oh, you know, you guys are just like a perfect couple or you look so good together. And, you know, or they they compliment us. We, we, we receive the compliments. But <laughs> but I was taking it a step <laughs> further because what I was explaining to Mike is that often what people are admiring about us is how we treat each other, not necessarily us, you know, more specifically how he treats me. And so mm-hmm. it's not just that we, we're, you know, we're couple goals or any of that. It mm-hmm. is, they see themselves in the place of us. And specifically, you know, women would like to imagine themselves in my place, 
you know, and it's like, I'm like, yeah, for real. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Anyway. But it was that it was, was a funny. visual that you painted. Well, it was, it was yeah, it was a visual. It, yeah. you had to be there. You yeah, had to be there. It was an interesting conversation. But yeah. you know what? What we were talking about also was how um, media and movies and the whole industry is designed around creating fantasy and and kind of delivering and evoking um, emotion and response from humans, right? And so mm-hmm. what's packaged up from, from for men from the very beginning, you can go back, they've been showing naked women in movies and, and on TV for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, but recently they've sh- started, recently, last 10, 15 years, showing a lot of male nudity. That wasn't something that, that was prevalent before. What they packaged up for women was the whole, like 50 Shades of Grey, it was the whole package. It was a a man who was a millionaire or a billionaire who could take care of your every need and knew your every thought and all of these things. So they package up the fantasy and they give you the fantasy. Mm -hmm. So for men, they just give them the naked woman. For the woman, they give them the whole, this whole thing. It's this whole, whole concept and experience. That's so funny. Christina Janae said, now are those Mm -hmm. knives? (laughs) (laughs) I got to get cut. Never your place. Um, yeah, and and that was, yeah. I, and I wasn't saying that about everybody. So I just want to be clear. I'm not mm-hmm. saying everybody wants my man, but I I seen a few of y'all that do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, yeah. I'm just kidding. That's just jokes. That's funny. But we we both but, experienced that, and um, you know, it it is a matter of um, mm-hmm. being aware, and then really kind of responding in a way that is not only respectful of ourselves but respectful of each other. Yeah, absolutely. And so, and so there, there's one thing <clears throat> that we should leave you all with, mm-hmm. um, in, in order to help you to, even if you thought, yeah, you know, Tom, this is all good. Cause some of y'all actually probably talk about it too, right? Cause people mm-hmm. told us, yeah, you know, we, oh, we see somebody try to, we'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is what I want you to try. All right. I want you to try to focus on focusing on your spouse, cultivating what's right here at home. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about, and by the way, the flowers in our front yard, there's only a few of them, but they're like really pretty, right? They're just like exploding right now. Mm-hmm. And I got to thinking what happens if we continue to cultivate those flowers and continue to prune and, and care for those flowers? Because we could do that. Or I could stand here and look across the street at the neighbors and be like, oh man, those are pretty. Those are pretty. You see those flowers? Mm-hmm. Some pretty flowers, right? And I could just do that. But what happens when I focus on what's happening right here? Yeah. Like how much more bountiful and beautiful do those become because I gave them the attention, right, that they deserve because they're they're mine. Yeah. I gotta I gotta break that down and make that connection for y'all. <laughs> yeah, break it down. Right. <laughs> how how much more a lot of times what we focus on and we acknowledge as beautiful, right? We cultivate it, we take care of it, and it becomes more beautiful. Right. Not just superficially, but like from a very deep place, from the core, from the root mm-hmm. becomes more beautiful. Right. And more free to just grow. So, yeah, that's how good. about you do that with your relationships? Yeah, that's what. Good. What could you have? Yeah, I, I think that's really good. So I know we kind of went down the street and around the corner with this one. But I'll tell you what, um, if you allow God to come into your relationship and you seek him first. 
right? Then he will take care of the relationship, mm-hmm. right? Because because if you're seeking him, then all of the things that you need to do, you're never going to get them all perfect, but there's just this constant process of trying to be up, um, better today than you were tomorrow, trying to be better in this moment than you were in the moment prior. Yeah. And always being in this place of forgiveness and, and a true uh, deep love that wants to uplift, right? And not to destroy. So I think that's it, y'all. Yeah, I think that's all we have time for tonight. Probably went a little longer than we should have. <laughs> it's all good. But thanks for for dropping in. So anyway, mm. but um, but we're we're gonna pray. I'm back just in time. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we just come tonight just thanking you for for who you are, thanking you for your grace and your kindness um, that you've shown us uh, through your son, Jesus Christ. Uh, We thank you for the couples that uh, are watching and listening, God. And we just just pray that um, they're able to take a piece of what we talked about tonight um, and, and use it in a way that joins them together more closely, um, that, that strengthens their love and um, strengthens their relationship with you, God. Help us all to recognize that um, it's only through you that we can achieve uh, this perfection, that perfect love um, that you have for us. So we just we just pray that for everyone. We ask you to bless every home, um, every family represented, and we'll be sure to give you the honor, the glory, and the praise. We thank you. We love you. We pray these and other blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Oh, you know what? Yeah, go ahead. I was thinking, I forgot about, <clears throat> I saw that article about strip clubs. We didn't talk about that. That's a we, whole, that would be like a whole Listen, y'all, addition I'm to pretty sure, segment. I don't, we, I don't know if we, I don't know if we're going to talk about strip clubs or not. Y'all can tell us when we want to talk about strip clubs. We may need to talk about strip clubs. It's well, reality. It are there, are there married people in strip clubs? They're probably, yeah, you know, of course, it's, <laughs> of course there are, right? We might need, y'all, y'all gonna make us talk about strip clubs. Because you're married and you're going to the strip club. I mean, I think, I think it just falls <laughs> I guess we gotta talk about it's it. connected to looking. It, it is connected to looking. That that. I guess we got to talk about it. I guess it's coming, y'all. Look for that. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Have a blessed week. Y'all, listen, everybody, take care. And y'all, y'all pray for us over here because, oh, my goodness. It's about to get real. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today for the Marriage Shop Podcast, brought to you by Catalyst creating places that people want to work and leaders they want to work for. Learn more at www.connectmovegirl.com. Catch live recordings of The Marriage Shop on Facebook and YouTube on Monday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern. Follow us on Facebook at The Marriage Shop or go to youtube.com, enter The Marriage Shop in the search box, click that Marriage Shop logo, and then subscribe to our channel. Set all your alerts to ensure you know everything that's going on in the marriage shop.